Hi everyone, I'm Louis Skippers and I've got the privilege of leading ProDio Church. I want to welcome you today, our whole ProDio family, everyone watching on Silskos, and especially if you're watching today for the first time, you're so welcome at our online service. We're so glad you joined us. We just finished a series called Fearless, a series in which it spoke about how we can live fearlessly and boldly in times of difficulty. And now as people are moving through lockdown, kind of like into the workspaces, we're going to start a series soon called Why Work Matters. And we'll be talking about, does my work life matter to God? How does my faith and work integrate? But before we start that series, for the next two weeks, I've got the privilege on, of introducing two of my good friends to you that will be bringing two messages. One, all the way from the east coast of the US, from Long Island, New York. And next week, my friend, all the way from the west coast, Hollywood, California. And I'm so excited to introduce to you today, Bert Crab. He planted with Orchard Group, the guys that helped us to plant. He planted True North community church on Long Island, New York, a couple of years ago, and they've seen incredible growth. But Bert has been a good friend. I met him at, in 2015 at a church planting conference. They've supported our church financially, and he's been a coach to me as well in my preaching, helping me to think through uh, uh, how we preach in the urban context to people who might not know or follow Jesus yet. And today, he's going to bring an amazing message that joins with the first week what we spoke about in our fearless series. We said we have to stand for the right things. If we don't choose what we stand for, if we don't choose what habits, if we don't choose what disciplines we make part of our life, the, the kind of like what's going on in our life will just automatically happen. And that will start to shape us. So today, I'm excited. And even if you're watching in your living room, let's put our hands together for this message from Bird Crab all the way from Long Island, New York. But welcome. Good morning, Prodeo Church. It's so good to be with you this morning, even if it's only on video. My name is Bert, and I'm the lead pastor of True North Community Church halfway around the world in Long Island, New York. Uh, I've been big fans of your church and good friends with your pastor, Louie and Yolandi. I just uh, have been watching from a distance uh, what God is doing in, with, and through you guys and our whole church. We're just so excited about what, what's happening there. Louis invited me there to speak, and obviously, uh, you know, the situation being what it is globally, I wasn't able to travel there in person. I still hope to get to do that someday and visit you guys uh, there myself. But in the meantime, what we're going to do is we're going to show you a message that I preached to my home congregation just a couple of weeks ago. We're, we, we did a series called Home Improvement, and we looked through different rooms in the house to see what we could learn and see what spiritual life lessons we could take. This week, we're actually going to be talking about the bathroom, which is <laughs> the life lesson there is spiritual habits, how you and I connect with God on a regular basis. Hope you enjoy the message and can't wait to come see you in person soon. In the meantime, God bless you and take care. Good morning and welcome again to another edition of Church on the Couch. This is week three in our message series, home improvement. And if you haven't been with us for either of the previous two weeks, our thought was, since we're spending so much time in our homes, it might be cool to kind of walk through uh, a house 
and learn a little something from each room so that as you spend time in the rooms of your home, uh, you might be reminded of some life lessons. In week one, we visited the basement. Uh, The basement is where we keep all the random stuff we don't really want to talk about. Uh, And even if you don't have a basement, you probably have an attic or a junk drawer or someplace where you've got some stuff like that seemed like a great idea at the time, and now you have no idea why you still own it. Um, We have secrets that are just like that. Each of us have some things in our life that, you know, it seemed like a good idea at the time and actually it turned out to be something we deeply regret. In week one, we talked about how God can take those things and bring to them redemptive perspective. He can take those things and make them useful again and use them for his glory. So that was week one. And then last week, we visited the living room, arguably the most oddly named room in the house. And we talked a little bit about our entertainment options. And I really, I loved uh, a couple of you guys actually called yourself out. Um, I shared uh, last week in the message that there are times when I'm watching TV or watching a movie, if I'm not completely captivated by what's happening, I will grab my phone and have two screens up. And I sometimes find myself watching TV and scrolling through my email or scrolling through Instagram or something like that. And now I'm not present with either source. I'm not watching the television program or the movie that I was supposed to be watching. I'm also not fully present with whatever's going on on my phone. I'm just divided. And when I get up from doing that, I don't feel refreshed or rejuvenated or even entertained. I just feel like life has been sucked out of me in the very moment when I was hoping to have something poured into me. And a bunch of you actually reached out to me and told me that while I was preaching, you had a phone in your hand and you were multitasking. And I love that you were honest enough to say that. So I'm just gonna call that out in a, for, for the moment right now. If you've got a phone in your hand, put it down and let's be fully present with each other for a little while. Today we're diving into uh, another room in our house. We're jumping into the bathroom. Uh, now, don't be nervous. Don't worry. Uh, I'm not, there's no potty humor coming. I am far too dignified a pastor to, to do such things. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. But no, no dookie jokes are coming. Don't worry. We're going to be talking today about our habits because the bathroom is a great place to observe our habits. Um, a habit is something you do on, on repeat. It's something you do with great repetition. So some habits um, that you perform every day, you don't have to give any thought to because they're instinctual, right? Blinking is a habit, something you do all the time, but you don't think about it. It's automatic. Uh, breathing, uh, things like that. You, you know, these biochemical things, these are habits, but you don't have to think about them. But some of the other habits that you have in your life um, were taught to you. Things like brushing your teeth, or combing your hair, or bathing, taking a shower, putting on deodorant. These habits were taught to you. Somebody taught you to do those things. If you have little ones, you're teaching them. It's bedtime, there's a routine. You wash your face, you brush your teeth, you do your thing. Uh, you, 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 You develop these habits. And when you're little, you perform these habits because you're told to. When you're little, you you do these things because someone's teaching you to, someone's making you. But as you grow older and as you get more mature, these things actually become important to you. 
you start wanting to do those things either because you want the benefit of having done them or you want to avoid the negative consequence of not having done them. So at some point you quit brushing your teeth because uh, you know, your mom made you and you start brushing your teeth because you don't wanna have bad breath and you don't wanna end up in the dentist's office. So you want the benefits and you wanna avoid the negative consequences of not doing it. Either way, you took ownership and it became important to you. Let's talk for a minute about your spiritual habits. Are there any? Are there any spiritual habits in place for you guys? Now, what do I mean by spiritual habits? Well, let's start with prayer, right? Um, is there a time during the day or during the evening when you set a few minutes aside to pray? Is there a point at any time during your day when you read a little bit of scripture? Doesn't have to be multiple chapters, could just be a few verses. I mean, I think a few verses that you apply is sometimes better than reading in bulk. Is there a time of day when you maybe set some time aside to worship? These are examples, they're not by no means exclusive, but these are examples of spiritual habits. Now, some of you are looking back at me and you're, you're thinking to yourself, nope. No, I don't have any spiritual habits because nobody ever taught me. For some of you, no one ever taught you spiritual habits. It just wasn't a part. You know, somebody taught you to pray a prayer when you were little, but it never became important to you. You never took ownership of it and never wanted to make it something you owned. Now, spiritual habits are like any other habit. Um, you've probably observed in your life, particularly maybe in the last six weeks, that good habits are very difficult to form and bad habits are very easy to form. So right now, we are all swimming upstream against bad habits. Uh, unless you live with remarkable discipline, our schedules are all whacked out a little bit right now, right? Uh, you don't have to get up maybe as early as you once did because you don't have a commute because you're working from home. So it's tempting to stay up later. So you stay up later and you get up later and your sleep schedule gets a little bit off. And then, you know, if you're like me, sometimes like your, your, your eating schedule gets off, you know? So, so once in a while I find myself like, I'll just skip a meal uh, and not eat a meal because uh, I'm not hungry at that particular time. And then I'll like double up and triple up on snacks later because I didn't eat the meal. Like none of these habits are good. I actually have a sticky note. This is true. I have a sticky note on my cupboard that says, you were just here, go away. I literally wrote that in Sharpie and put that on my cupboard because I'm like a zombie. I keep walking over to the cupboard and looking in there and I was just there five minutes ago and nothing new has appeared in there since my last visit, but I keep going back. Like these are bad habits. So bad habits are easy to form. Good habits are difficult to form, but the good news is it's never too late. It's never too late for you to develop spiritual habits. God wants to be in your life and he wants to be and remain connected to you, but it's gonna take a little bit of training. Listen to this from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse seven. Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. 
train yourself to be godly. That is a daily thing. That's something that, that we hear daily. So in the Lord's Prayer, when it says, give us this day our daily bread, that's not just about food. That's about us on a daily basis coming and connecting with our Father. And our hope as a church is to help you connect with God on your own. That's actually one of the things that makes our church unique. Um, I don't, I don't, don't, uh, I try not to compare our church to other churches favorably or unfavorably. It just doesn't feel like, like it's that great of a move. Uh, but I have been a part of many churches where there were ministries every single night of the week. Uh, and some of you have, have come from churches like that, where there's something going on at church every single night, and it is totally normal for a family to be at church three or four nights a week. Um, my take on that is, truthfully, that's just not that healthy. Every single one of those ministries is competing for attention. Every single one of those ministries is competing for resources. Uh, they're all trying to, trying to gather people. Uh, and, and what happens is, over time, is people subconsciously start to understand the church is where I go to connect with God. The church is my source. And it's not. The church is not your source. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is your source of connectivity to God. We want you connecting with God on your own. So that's why we don't have, here's what we do. We have um, services that are worth checking out, we hope. We have services that are worth checking out. We have life stage ministries for young people through young adults, and we have community groups. That's what we do. So once in a while, somebody will ask, well, how come we don't have this ministry, and how come we don't have that ministry, and how come we don't have this, 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 and the other ministry? Because our goal is to make you connecting with God on your own. We don't want you to feel like you need to be at church every single night of the week. We want you connecting with God on your own, in your homes, wherever you may be. And that may take a little bit of training. It may take a little bit uh, of discipline. So uh, spiritual health is like physical health. There's really no shortcuts. You're going to have to put in the time. Now, by this, I want, I want to clarify something. There's one part of it, part of this, I mean, and it's the major part, which requires no uh, work on our part at all. When it comes to receiving God's free gift of salvation, there's really no work involved. All we need to do is believe. By God's grace, Jesus did all of the heavy lifting on the cross, so there is nothing involved. There's no, there's no earning our salvation. There's no working hard enough so that God approves of us. Because of Jesus' work, God approves of us now. That's the good news. Having come into that and having understood that, if we want to connect with God on a daily basis and not just say, okay, thanks for the forgiveness later, if we want to connect with God and dive into the, into the so much more that there is for us, means we're going to have to train ourselves. We're going to have to put the time in each day and connect. Um, it turns out most of what we needed to know about our spiritual health, we actually learned from like our fifth grade gym teacher which means eat a healthy diet, get plenty of rest, and get some exercise. That's true spiritually as well. All those things are in place for us and need to be in place. There are no shortcuts. Um, this is, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, date myself here a little bit. Um, I don't watch uh, very many 
uh, TV shows from major networks anymore. I, I don't, there's nothing I'm watching right now on ABC, NBC, or CBS. Um, and I'm sure they have fine stuff on there, but I'm just, I, I tend to watch my stuff on, uh, right now on Netflix or on um, Amazon Prime or things like that. As a result, I don't see a ton of commercials anymore. Uh, and when I did uh, watch with commercials, I had a DVR so I could fast forward. But maybe some of you remember the days before the ability to fast forward through commercials. And maybe some of you, if you're, if you're old enough, can remember like the home exercise craze. Now there are right now plenty of uh, things you can get you know, for your, for your, uh, your home. Maybe you're, uh, you're cool enough and savvy enough to have a Peloton bike. Maybe you've got, uh, you know, one of those mirrors with a coach in it. Uh, there's all kinds of high-tech, really cool stuff. But back in the day, things were pretty low-tech, but there was a ton of product for sale that, that basically just advertised health shortcuts. Things that focused on particular parts of the body, usually the gut, right? So uh, it was... It was honestly laughable that you'd see you'd see advertisement after advertisement for the the ab rocker and the ab lounger and the ab ab uh, conductor and there, there was one that that actually attached electrodes to your to your stomach and it would like make your muscles fire so it would actually do the it had the advertisement was that it would do the workout for you and the guy in the commercial was always ripped like he had an eight pack and he like zero percent body fat and he looked incredible using whatever doofy little device it was that they would ship you for 1995 it was always 1995 and the idea was just do this for 10 minutes a day just do this for five minutes a day and you'll have you know uh an incredible set of abs and you know and i know that that was never the case that was never gonna be the case there are no shortcuts when it comes to maturing spiritually we're gonna have to put in the time and um i'm gonna i'm gonna get back up in your face here a little bit i called something out last week uh that i want to i want to repeat because i think it's it's important uh if you're if you're new this isn't for you okay if you're just dialing in for the first time this isn't for you but if you're a believer right you're a christian and you would self-identify as a christ follower if you can put together a three or a four hour binge watching session with no trouble at all, but you can't find five or 10 minutes to connect with God on a daily basis, I'm gonna call that a problem. And what that means is, either A, no one ever taught you to do it, or B, it just never became important to you. My hope is that it becomes important to you. This is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, verse 23. Then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross daily, and follow me. Take up your cross daily. This is a daily thing connecting with God. You have a nature that just wants to steer off onto its own and do its own thing. Connecting with God is gonna take some discipline, but like any habit, once formed, it's easy to stay in your lane. The key is deciding whether or not it's important to you. There was a place in the scriptures where it became important to the apostles. I mentioned earlier the Lord's Prayer. There's a, place, there's a place in the scripture where the apostles say to Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. 
And that's odd. That's a strange thing. First of all, it's strange because the apostles were grown men at that point. That's a question that a child would ask, teach me to pray. It was also odd because the apostles, these guys were were Jewish. They had grown up in temple. They knew how to pray. But they were observing in Jesus a different kind of connection. It was as if they were saying, okay, teach us to pray. You can imagine Jesus going, what do you mean, fellas? You guys know how to pray. In my mind, Peter or John or Andrew looks back at him and goes, yeah, no, 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 not that. Yeah, we know, we know those prayers. We can memorize prayers. When you talk to God, it's different. When you connect with God, it's different. We want to connect with God the way you connect with God. It became important to them. Their connection with God became important. I don't brush my teeth anymore because my mom makes me. I don't shower and put on deodorant and, and, and clothe myself the way I do or do those. I don't, I don't do any of my bathroom habits because someone's making me. I do these things because they're important to me. It's my hope for you, my prayer for you, that these spiritual habits will become important to you. Maybe even someday that they'll become like breathing or blinking. That your connection to God will be something constant. And that particularly in this crazy season we're in, more than ever, you won't hang up the phone when you're done praying. That you'll stay connected, stay plugged in, and make a habit out of worshiping God, praying, and reading a little bit of scripture each day. These are habits that will stand by you your whole life and you will never regret the day you started. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be jumping into a new room next Sunday. Hope you can join us for another edition of Church on the Couch. For now, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord lift up his countenance unto you and grant you his peace. Thank you for that message, Bert. We have been so blessed by your message about good spiritual habits. And I want to remind you today that we spoke about this at the beginning of our Fearless series. We have to decide what we're going to stand for. You and I will have to decide how we're going to walk out of this lockdown, out of this pandemic, whether our relationships with God, whether our relationships with each other, our our wives, our, our husbands, our children, our family members, whether they're going to be stronger or weaker. And this was such a good reminder that we should actively daily write God into the stories of our lives. Remember, you will not grow in your relationship with God accidentally. It is an intentional decision that you have to make every day. And I want to pray for us. And then if you haven't decided to follow Jesus yet, and you do want to make that decision today, I want to tell you how you can reach out to us so that we can go on that journey with you. But first, let's pray. Jesus, thank you for this amazing reminder today that we should actively every single day choose to grow in our relationship with you through good, healthy spiritual habits. 
I know if we put in the time, we will never be disappointed. And I pray today, God, that you would strengthen us, that you would remind us during this time that it would that it would truly become a priority for us to add these healthy habits to our lives. May we not neglect them. May we rather neglect the unimportant things than these spiritual habits that are so valuable to our lives. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have decided today that you might want to give this a try and you're like, Louis, I want to add these habits to my life. I want to know Jesus better. I want to see where this thing can go. I want to tell you today that following Jesus is not a place where you arrive. It is a spiritual journey and we would like to take that journey with you. So if you could complete a connection card for us, there's a little option to just check check where you can say, I've decided to follow Jesus. We would love to connect with you, help you to pray a prayer, help you to decide with your, to believe in your heart and to declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and then to journey with you as you grow in your relationship with God. So please reach out to us. You can also send us an email at info at prodeo.org.za. If you want to watch any of the other messages that Bird did, please connect with them on social media, True North Church. I'm sure you will be blessed by some of his other messages. Next week, we're going to hear from another friend of mine from the other side of the US. And I'm so excited about his message where he will be sharing about how we can impact our community. Before we sign off today, this week I spoke to someone in our church and I asked them how they were doing and they said they're really doing great. God has been good to them. And since I know that they lost their jobs due to COVID-19 and the lockdown, I specifically asked them, how is the food situation in your house? And he said, it's good. They're trying to survive by eating one meal a day. That broke my heart. One meal a day. And if you are today still in a position where you can eat more than one meal a day, where you still have a roof over your head that you can pay for, where you still have a a, a healthy salary, I want to encourage you to continue with the spiritual habit of giving, of tithing towards God's church, but also to give generously towards our COVID-19 relief fund. We've been able to support families like that who wouldn't have had food on the table, who literally would have had their, their roof over the head ripped away from them if we weren't able to support them. So if you want to give to Prodeo Church or you want to give to our COVID-19 relief fund, please go to our website, prodeo.org.za slash give. The link is in a pinned comment. Please go there. Our banking details are there. Snap scan code that will appear right now is also there. But please connect and just use the reference. You can just say COVID-19 if it's for our fund or COVID relief. And then if it's a tithe, you can just write in your name or you can just add the reference tithing so that we know where the funds are going but i want to thank everyone who's been faithful with their spiritual habits including giving and i want to honor you because without you our church wouldn't have been able to make the impact in cape town that we've been making we love you all and we can't wait to see you again don't forget as bird said we don't waste our time with hundreds of ministries we do invest we want you to become a spiritual self-feeder therefore some of it is on you you have to add your habits but we also want to make sure that you're connected in healthy ways. So on Wednesday, we're going to have another Zoom community group. So if you want to connect with that, please also send us an email and we would love to get in connection with you, get you on that group so that we can grow together. 
We love you. See you next week. Bye.